Okay, microphone on, ready to record. It looks like a message is coming through in the time drive. Gideon, patch it through. Hey, Matt. Friend of the show, Trisha Ennis, what are you doing here? I uh, just wanted to remind you quickly to plug our new podcast. Oh, that's right. Let's do that. From the Always Hold On to Podcast family. Comes our new podcast, Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We're covering the good, the bad, and the cuddly of our favorite DC Comics time-traveling crossover-y... Romantic dramedy, LGBTQ-plus-friendly, Sarah Lance ass-kicking-y... Musical Bebo-pelted series. Every episode, we will be literally rolling the dice... And letting the fates decide our next episode. Yes, the fates! Uh, Clotho... Lachesis... The, the other one... So- sounds like you should probably brush up on season five. Probably. And if any of your folks haven't seen the series, they can start checking it out before our podcast premieres this January. Yes, if you're a Lois and Clark fan, odds are Legends of Tomorrow will be up your alley. Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us at Legends of Always on any social media. Well, thanks for stopping by, Trisha. Truly cannot wait to start this podcast with you. Me too, Matt. See you in the temporal zone. Gideon set a course for Metropolis 1997. Now back to the show. Okay, you've got no time. It's Christmas Eve. You got to pick one toy. What are you going to pick? You've got a choice of Chucko the Truth Serum Monkey, Sleep Dart <laughs> Army Man, or Lumpy the Lame Duck. Who do you choose? Not that damn duck. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. That duck was, it was horrible. I, I I'll go for the army man. I don't know why. Okay. I, I guess I'm yeah. stuck with Chucko, the truth serum duck. Unfortunately. Or is it the were... monkey, was it? <laughs> oh, your monkey. Oh, oh, it. Lois and Clark is our We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. If only there was a space wrap to choose from, you know? No, exactly. <laughs> um, welcome back to Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex and I am joined once again, first or for the last time in an episode by episode basis, Ms. Ann Collins. How are you? I am good. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. For oh, maybe man. the final time. May- maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. There could be some special episodes, right? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But, but this weekly thing. Maybe huh? even shortly, <laughs> you know, like who's to say? Um, it's possible. I uh, I looked back in, in, at some of our uh, episodes today and realized, like, I don't think you've been on a bad one unless okay. I'm unless I missed one or I'm forgetting it. Like, do you do you do you have a favorite? Do you have one that was like. I don't think we're at a bad one until now, I think is what I mean. Yeah. But do, do you <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I I mean, Batman was my first one. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't going in, wasn't one of my favorite episodes, but I had fun doing it. Sure. Um, I gained a new appreciation for the Raquel Welch episode. Cop Toppy. Yeah. Cop Toppy. Cop Toppy. And... And then um, we did what Tempest anyone right Tempest which is, yeah which, which is, is one of my favorite episodes of the entire series so right I, I've I've had yeah um, yeah I've had a decent run you know <laughs> I'm glad you <laughs> agree decent, yeah I see what you mean that Batman oh, is like the weaker of those three that you just mentioned uh-huh. but I still am like 
you know, like it's a it's a solid season one yeah. from my memory. Yeah. I don't think I've watched it since. It has Lex. You, you can't go. You can't go wrong with when yeah. you have Lex in an episode. You got Dean jumping on John Shay's back for a <laughs> bedtime right. story. You know, like it, it can't be all bad until now. Oh um, yeah, we are talking four twenty one. Everybody, Oof. we are almost there. Toy Story, written by Brad Kern. Look him up. There's been some <laughs> the problematic Brad yes. Kern. <laughs> Directed by Jim Paul. Aired June 7th, 1997. Lori, let's play Ratings Watch. Okay. I'm going to remind you once again, as I like to do in every episode now, that we started the season in like the 12 to 14 million range. And it's been a precipitous drop since wow. then. Um, I'm going to give you the ratings for the last two episodes okay. and ask you to judge this. I will also point out that there's no pressure. There are no winners in this game, only losers. <laughs> so see what you can do. All right. Voice from the past. The end of... You the know, Lex Files. The Lex Files. Yes. Are you crazy about that name? I, I... Uh, you know, the X-Files was the big show at the time. So yeah. that was the attempt to, you know... Yeah. I preferred <laughs> Phantom of the Schlockbra, but that's my own thing. Voice from the past, 6.4 million viewers. The episode right before this, just a okay. week before this, was 4.6 million viewers for the wow. Tim Minear penned Body Switcheroo episode. So okay. 6.4 to Oh, the 4. episode 6. just before this. Yes. Okay, so it went from 6 to... To 4 something. Four. Wow. Would you care to take a guess? I'm going to say it stayed in that four point something range. Yeah. You're close enough that I'm going to make you commit to something. <laughs> okay. 4.5. I'm going to say. Oh, so close. 4.4. 4. All right. That's oh, pretty damn good. I know. I recall back then too, I, the show was taken off the air for like a month. Yes. Right, be, right after the Lex Files, it was off the air. It was off the air for like a month. So, and then they finally... But what I don't recall is if they made the decision to renew or not. I'm trying to remember if, like, by the time this episode aired, we knew it was canceled or not. It's hard to say. So, like, it, the this episode, you know, June 7th and the next one, June 14th. So, like, that's late in the game. Yes. But... I do have a memory in my head of hearing that it that the finale aired initially with a to be continued on it. Do you have any thought? It did not have. I know it was supposed to air with a to be continued. Because oh, maybe that's what I'm. Okay. It was, and um, but it did not. I'm pretty sure. So I think I'm. I'm gonna go with. I think by now we knew it was canceled. And this was, we were waiting for our month for the final two episodes to come on. Cause usually they make okay. those decisions by May. Usually anyway, May, sometimes yeah. later, but yeah, usually. Usually, usually back May. then, especially, it was pretty much by, like clockwork. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that's what happened, which okay. is a, another reason why the, uh, another, <laughs> the chunk of a, why you lose a couple dropped more. off. Yeah. You, you know, the show was done. It's toast. It's gone um but yeah 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 and, you know like going into the season i was really excited because i do like uh -huh. the era where they're married like i like yeah. seeing that side mm -hmm. of them you know that mm -hmm. aspect of the relationship but it's it's kind of it was telling for me watching these last few where i'm like oh yeah it's it hit the the quality of the show mm -hmm. has dropped 
a lot is that you're seeing a nod is that you're feeling too yeah i mean it was i mean season four going through it anyway initially was you know <laughs> a little rough i thought like that middle stretch it had a good middle stretch mm-hmm. it had some pretty solid episodes throughout through my the favorite christmas episode of this year you know yeah like, yeah that's a, a great episode yeah and then when it gets to the lex five and the lex five <laughs> stuff and then into this it was yeah and i'm with you i wanted to see more of them as a married couple exploring yeah. having kids but when it came to especially these final episodes and it's like uh i deep down i knew it's like i don't think the writers have it in them to be able to continue this series in any quality sort of form that that really is what it is because like literally the episode before i just recorded it the other day tim minear mm-hmm. writing an episode and it's just got like nothing in it it's got plot holes it's just like why mm-hmm. you know like this is this is an, an incredible tv writer yes earlier in his career but still like awesome like this this yeah. is weird yeah it's just it's just really it's like oh i wanted to continue because i want to see them i want to continue mm-hmm. watching them but they got to get a better villain they got to <laughs> figure out what to do with these people are because it's it's just going to be another season of terrible television but these characters that i really really enjoy right getting kind of rammed into the ground yeah yeah Yeah. it was it was it was a hard you know it's like yes i wanted to go on but i knew deep down it's like oh it's gonna suck maybe it doesn't deserve to (laughs) maybe hopefully they'll figure out something and fix this i knew it needed to be fixed that's yeah 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 that's fair um well going into this i will say there are things in this episode that i do like for one like mm-hmm. a, a lot of season four i i hadn't really realized this going into it until doing it for the podcast but like there is such an emphasis on clark and and a slow but feel seemingly deliberate sidelining of lois mm-hmm. in a lot mm-hmm. of ways that i'm like mm-hmm. it's just nice to see her do something in this episode you okay. know <laughs> like, you know, my impression of this episode when it aired mm. is I felt like Terry has checked out of the show. Yes. She is completely not. She is not interested at all in being in the show anymore. <laughs> it's, this particular episode it was like, wow, it just really felt, I, you know, I don't really sense it so much watching it now, but for mm-hmm. back then it was just like, she's done. <laughs> I've sensed it for the past so, couple and I, mm-hmm. I like I did the yeah. math. I think a part of it is she's pregnant here, right? Like she's yeah. she's yeah. very early in her pregnancy here. So yeah, like, I'm pretty sure it probably was... just like wiped out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine and I talking, it was a few episodes back and I'm like after we would chat after the episode and I'm mm-hmm. like is she pregnant? <laughs> you know, there was just something, a change in her, you know, she looked a little heavier in certain areas. areas oh, wow. Stuff, I, right? I definitely like, didn't notice that. But yeah, it was something like we were kind of like speculated and going back and forth. And then after the series ended, I think they announced that she was. Right. So it's kind of, So I'm pretty sure, you know, she would have been pregnant by now. Then like, I, I have no room as a man to criticize your energy level here like i totally get it but it yeah. is it is very noticeable you know like mm-hmm. just yes. her She's, her um, yeah. lack of, she still fucking sells it when she has to like the there's, she's is, got some good stuff in this episode but that is true yeah again it, it, like in general i think you're right let's jump into it though for once okay. 
we've got we're at the Daily Planet. Lane Smith gets something to do in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of wrapping him up too. It's weird, right? Like, was there talk of him leaving the show at all? No, I do think because he, um, when he passed, he passed from ALS, I believe. And I think he started getting sick around fourth season. Why he kind of looks a little different. And here he looks, his weight is a little more, he's a little. It looks more or drawn. You can see his eyes a little bulged a little more. And I always think about that. He's, I think he yeah. has just started his illness that eventually, sadly, took a really great actor, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, I never knew that, but that does yeah. make sense. So maybe, so maybe I don't it's know. more of a, um, um, I don't know. It's just like the story in this episode. Let's mm-hmm. talk. We can talk about the scene when we get to it. But the fact yes. that like. We we bring back Alice out of nowhere after not doing very much with him as like single man Perry White, you know, mm-hmm, like in general mm-hmm. for the past two years, and just kind of like give him that happy ending. Really does feel like if you want to be out of this, you can. can. You know, like yeah. come yeah. back for one or two next year. We'll wrap you up. Alice yeah. wants you home. Whatever. Yeah, and, and I wonder if his because I've listened to some of the your podcast episodes. It's like, oh, why isn't Perry in this? And I'm like, oh, I think he was a little sick at the time. Yeah, no, <laughs> might, they might have, you know, given him a break um, while they were filming it this uh, season four. Yeah, so I can't say that for sure, but I always think about that when I see him, especially in this episode and oh, this season. Very yeah. sad, but it's it's just it's nice to see him on <laughs> screen a for a sad second. way to end the podcast. I know, sorry, but <laughs> sad it's the show's penultimate episode as well. Anyway, it's so sorry, nice to no. do it with you again. You know, like everything's good. We got Perry <laughs> making an Elvis reference right away, yes. and my note is like, "Yay, he's back!" You know, like mm-hmm. thank God. Yes, yes, yes. Meanwhile, again, let's bring it back down again. Twenty mm-hmm. orphans have gone missing. Yeah, do heavy. they still have orphanages? I'm not- it seems like such a metropolis has like 18 like they that, have that's, plenty that's yes. canonical at this point <laughs> but like these are levels we haven't seen since the smart kid attacks of that 03, is true 93 i said that 03, is, 03. <laughs> yes uh and uh, no metamide 5 is involved in this no, one I guess. wow or, or not a, not even the space rat you know no. which is interesting they didn't even reference the space rats in space this. rats aggressively not referenced in this episode and we'll get to that that okay. pissed me off <laughs> but yeah there's just some like table setting here we get some perry we get some jimmy everybody at the daily planet with mm-hmm. lois and clark clark's parents are coming in for their 35th anniversary good for them mm-hmm. um and like he's on the phone with them instantly of like no 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 you're gonna stay with us i insist and it's just like this story of like lois being like <laughs> Maybe there's some, they want some goddamn privacy on their anniversary. It's just feels yeah. like so, so kind of thin, but it's nice to see him. You know, like I yes. kind of don't want to complain about it. Yes. It's just, always good to see Jonathan and Martha. Uh, yeah, exactly. Arrive in Metropolis, you know. Yeah. And by Perry's, any means necessary. By what, however they choose to <laughs> come in. To come. Whatever means. Um, you know, like Perry kind of reestablishes the Alice thing. I'm like, wow, you know, 35 years. We only got 32 and a half, I guess mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because Jimmy's got him in a personal ad that was supposed to be anonymous and blah blah blah. And it's just <laughs> it's, like it's so old timey, man. I know. <laughs> There's no Tinder here. It's just no. you have to call you know, call up the paper, put in an ad. <laughs> and put in like we hear it later, but like the most generic ad ever. Like I like Elvis is the most like specific thing it is. And like otherwise, like 
I like cuddling by fires and long walks in the beach. It's just like, come Pina on, coladas. man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just take the take the song from the yeah, really. and just place the ad there. Those days are long past this, but I'm like, was this really the way people met each other? Like, so strange. Yeah, well, the personal ads, they did do that uh, for a time, you know, before internet and dating and all that. <laughs> Look, yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure love connections were found, but it just feels like so... You know, like you think Hinge and Tinder and Bumble and all this are bad. No. Like, <laughs> it seems it seems sketchy and scary to do it. Like I'm just going to put I an mean. ad in a paper and yeah. see, what, see what happens. <laughs> then they tell you to meet you at the Daily Planet and you're like, am I being punked by the Daily Planet? Oh, you know, like why? Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting me- place for Perry to, yeah, let, meet me at the Daily Planet. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared to get stood up at home. So <laughs> let's this Okay. <laughs> Um, you didn't want to build a new set so yeah well we're not doing that (laughs) um meanwhile creepy guy stealing a kid from the orphanage there are some smart kid vibes here yeah the kid with his little little hat yeah Yeah. little little rascals look with his little orphan uh, uniform with the overalls and the hat (laughs) sideways (laughs) was was one of the buttons on the overalls undone because that would be true orphan uniform they didn't qu- go there they, they didn't, didn't go like, full spanky there. or whatever no, you know? <laughs> that's okay um we get it you know some help supermans and off he goes i did mm-hmm. like the jimmy thing here we're like you know lois sees that he's hearing something and it's just like yeah oh. go yeah she was like wow you guys you have like such a great connection how'd you even know he had to go somewhere oh i i just i can't tell you <laughs> like, that's cute <laughs> lois is out of excuses <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i i don't know i thought i thought yeah I thought it was a cute yeah. little it felt like the show again for a second, mm-hmm. you know? meanwhile ali watch if zach moore is listening um we go to the eat em up burgers sign and which opens up and like super secret it feels like get smart to be honest oh, gosh. <laughs> i love up. get smart too yeah. so it's, but it's I like they're going down the control you know yeah <laughs> What I thought, I don't know why this popped in my head because the when the door opens, splits open, the B separates from the Erger. And way back, uh, you know, In and Out Burgers, because you live mm-hmm. in California and it's pretty much a West Coast thing. I was going to say, sure I didn't grow up here, so I don't yeah, know at all what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, many, many years ago, they would have the In and Out Burger bumper sticker. And okay. people would take to removing the B and the R at the end of the. Be on beginning burgundy are at the end, so it's in and out urge. And I don't know if whoever the prop guys were, I don't know if that was in their mind. I, I just they're just fun. I like that this took you back to that. <laughs> it took me to that the in and out burger uh, stickers that used to people used to uh doctor up oh, <laughs> many, poor, many years ago. Poor good when Christian put, in and out too must have been so pissed about that. Oh my gosh. So random. Yeah the, everyone knows the door and creepy and yeah, I'd say it doesn't matter. Yeah it's it's this is a tough episode. It's just it's it's not great and it's not bad enough to be fun. Yeah and that's a really good just kinda, point. Uh, it's just there it's just chugs along <laughs> part of what things. makes it it what makes it good though or like getting to use the whole cast yeah you know like yeah. we get it is good to see everyone jimmy is yeah. shortchanged but we got some parry action here we mm-hmm. got some kents in this next scene and mm-hmm. just like 
good lord just to see Kay callen again is so nice mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. after so long she cut her hair and everything's happy and yes they're here for the hotel and blah 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 and they get this nice little like you know basically lois mentions babies and like Martha's oh she lights up. lights up <laughs> uh, it's so cute how do you and like again the the dialogue here is kind of nothing right yes. where it's like yes it's just the most basic yeah of even their um exchanges that they've had throughout the series it's just kind of come on give them something you know yeah. it's, it's just very generic in a, in a way so but like you know like again it's a testament to Kay where it's mm-hmm. just like the, the whole conversation is like, how do you know when you're ready? Well, you'll just know when you're ready. But mm-hmm. Kay like makes it feel great. You know, like it yes. just makes it feel happy yes. and bubbly and and warm and it's, and just, it's so yes, genuine. And yes, yes. yeah, it, it's it endlessly impressive. Yes, friend of the show, but still just like mm-hmm. there's a reason we've been singing her praises for six years on this podcast. She's yes. so damn good. Um. <laughs> What, what, what do we think uh, is the first time we go to the toy lair, the toy cave here? The toy um, cave. Um, creepiest thing in the world? Or uh... <laughs> um, I, I, Michael Jackson, that's all that pops to mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Neverland, oh, no. which was, you know, before all its accusations. So it was a little strange, but oh, you know, I don't know is if that, that was an influence of this here. It's like, I mean, just from the character. And I wanted to bring up like the actor, Grant Shaw. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce his name. They have all these actors in this episode, the uh, kind of the stunt casting who were kind of on big 90s shows at the time. Okay. He was on Murphy Brown. Okay. And I think uh, the, well, I know the, um, I know. Well, we'll get to the other actress later, but so Wendy. So, um, no, no, actually, I don't think she was in any series, but uh, she's had a long career. I think she's still acting. Yeah, she is still yes, acting. Yeah, yeah. There's me. a lot of actors. It's like, oh yeah, I've seen them in a ton of things. You know, I couldn't pinpoint who they are, but yeah. But Grant Shaw was on Murphy Brown, which was you know a huge hit. At the same time, Lois and sure. Clark was on. So that's kind of like, that was, was it a get <laughs> to have him on the show? It's kind of like, oh. And it was a different network, too, to come to think of it. It was a um, bigger get than the yeah. guy from the last episode who really, like, hadn't ever done much. And I was like, you haven't heard this, obviously, but, like, I was watching that going, like, get someone. You know, like, get mm-hmm. someone that, that like, stunt cast this. Do, you know, we don't need someone well, huge, but get somebody. Get Get a... You know, was that the body exchange episode or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was Tim Matheson who was. Yes. I mean, he his name was kind of familiar at the time, but it seems to have faded (laughs) (laughs) into obscurity since then. So not that he was a huge get either, but it was like, okay, I've heard of him a little bit at the the time. And interesting to hear because I looked him up and I'm like, I don't see anything where he was like huge. He's just another one of those like in an episode of everything. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, As Mm -hmm. is, let's just cover now Stacey Travis, Mm -hmm. um, who is is Wendy in this episode. Uh, the I again in everything nothing super duper notable but but has done a lot of stuff I did see this weird credit that she's in a Christmas story too 
Oh yeah, I did. I saw that as well. Are I haven't that, watched it. <laughs> I thought that just came out. Like it did just come out. Like she's still working. I, I mean, I much respect to her. You know? Well, no, she's... sorry, the one she's in is from two thousand. Oh no, she's. Oh, I thought it was like recent one. No, because oh, the new. I, I then one. went down a whole rabbit hole where like, I I don't know if it's in continuity or not, but there was a Christmas story too, like ten years ago. Okay, and just recently, the one we're talking about is. A Christmas story story? I Something think? like that. On HBO I Max? Yeah. Yes. I, I I couldn't oh, tell man. you the continuity, the timeline of the Christmas story universe, but she she made her, her mark in it apparently. So good oh, okay. for her. The only note I have is she was in a movie called Only the Strong, which is a martial arts movie that I happen to see. Okay. I mean the other big credit I saw was Mystery Men. So like I don't know which okay, one of us was, is, is lamer. Uh, She's, she's, you know, not a big name, not in major stuff, not always in major stuff, but she's still working. But she's so, staying props. employed and she's staying in health insurance from what there I you go. Tell. So good <laughs> for her. Um, she's fine in this episode too. Like, yes, I wish we got more of her backstory because like he is so the Michael Jackson arrested development <laughs> thing of mm-hmm. like. You know, like the adult world is bad. So I'm doing this good thing for kids and fuck you if you think it's wrong. And she's just like going along with it to be like, yeah, let's give these kids a better life. Like, I don't, did I miss something? Was there anything about her backstory really? No, she just says it's better than working at the toy store, having like 20 kids to look for after 24 (laughs) seven. Yeah, for some reason. And and they're hyped up on candy and (laughs) yeah, junk food. And I, 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 not I guess sure she about likes, her. <laughs> yeah, she likes being the mother figure, I guess. I guess so. Uh, they deserve to be spoiled, and he's making them new toys. And like that, that's the thing we should talk about too. Like mm-hmm. they're double dipping on the concept of the toy man villain here, mm-hmm. which obviously they had done in Atomic Space Rat Christmas with um, Mr. Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're doing again here to the point where I think Dr. Klein is the one that kind of calls him a toy man and it's just like i don't know i felt it felt odd to me that they'd go back to this when they didn't really seem to care about doing it in the first place yeah because wasn't the first uh toy man with um sherman hemsley right Mm -hmm. jefferson's yeah wasn't he his name was in reference to the actual wasn't that the yes i i, I was mean was the, the actual toy man, toy man in the comics was yeah it? the toy man is winslow shot and i yeah. think he was i think he was yeah he was mr shot he yeah. was mr shot and so this one they take the actual <laughs> toy man moniker and but yeah I'm, right I'm, and and do an original character i looked it up because you know there's 80 versions of all these villains and whatnot but mm-hmm. i i didn't see howard Howard, right? Howard Kripsky. Kripsky. Another problem. That's a terrible name. (laughs) So he will henceforth be known as Kripsley, I think it was. Kripsley. Dr. Kripsley. Yeah. Anyway, he's not from the comics. Yeah. So you should have changed that name. Um, (laughs) He is like one of these like hair trigger type villains where like he's, I don't know if sweet is the right word, but like he's fine and even tempered and then like, well, like what about your childhood? Don't talk about my child. You know, like that type of Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, it's again, it's just not in a fun way. And that in the past episode, the show would be able to do kind of in a silly, fun way. It's just kind of like, uh, it's just screamy. (laughs) Yeah. And he's not bringing enough to it because like, 
it all just comes off as creepy and like clearly you were an un- unhinged idiot where like you know some of the unhinged idiots we've seen on the show are really fun to watch you know right. like, that's right. what i want but and his logic here is bizarre of just like we don't have to get into the whole thing but there's there's a device that is basically a transporter from star trek right like right right and it was his baby and the people at Star Labs and the people that own Star Labs stole his baby. So I'm going to steal all oh. their babies. The like, what? The reintegrator? The reintegrator. Nicely not done. To be, not to be confused with the hallucinator and some of the other aiders yeah. that they have had throughout the series. My note says re-disintimigrator. Like, yeah, exactly <laughs> Which is just first. one of those shop fans. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I just used one because we had a... a, a a spill in our we had a, our carpet got soaked in my parents' room and I had to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just watched this episode and like it's just the bad. It is a hundred percent that there What's are some so... questionable props in this episode. This, yeah. One of which I want desperately. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. But now. they're all terrible. And you're they... absolutely right that this device of his is just like it's if yeah. you can't picture it like it, as a kid it always looked like a whistle to me like a like a coach whistle you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, right. that's that's what the janitors used to dry the floor in the gymnasium exactly. at school you know like so not only had terry uh, checked out of this episode the prop department is does well. not have money for this shit anymore the, yeah. yes there's a couple prop things i'll be calling out throughout mm-hmm. but yes thank you for bringing that up mm-hmm. um also, like, let's get into it right away. He yeah. just kind of targets that, like, the guy that can help me get this thing working is Dr. Bernard Klein. Cut to Star Labs, where Dr. Klein is kidnapped by by wind-up toys, which also all look so, like, old-timey and crap and cheap. Yeah, and, you know, like... they look, yeah, they don't look very, they don't look as good as the old-timey toys. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> you know, right. They just kind of look really kind of shadowly put together and but i will say it's always fun when dr klein is on his show i think but totally he's oh a he's fan flavor yeah he's always he a lot of fun no irony wonderful in this episode yeah. you know yeah. um and and sells the hell out of i gotta be kidnapped by some wind-up toys you know? <laughs> he's marching down the hall <laughs> you know what the thing with a lot of these toys is for me too where like um if people don't know this like when you use something on a tv show that is copyrighted you have to change it like just enough basically so that it's it's your own thing so like that's totally what's going on there's with all these toys too where it's just like it looks like they just glued an army man to that rocket i'm like yes uh, and yes. that's how they were able to clear it you know like yes it's, it's yeah. all that stuff it's um, funny because yeah i have a friend who works in clearances uh, where you work uh, so <laughs> there oh really at w yes. oh, cool. yeah wp so so she's um, telling me all well, this the, stuff constantly. She's the one going like, no, no, no. Glue some no. more felt to that. And uh, then we yeah. Can... Apparently back then they were a lot uh, less strict about how, what they allowed. So anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Because you can ID well, some, like like yeah. we talked about the fan, you know, like mm-hmm. that type Yes. Of yes. Um, but poor old Dr. Klein getting stolen and, and basically cut to Lois and Clark watching the footage going like, 
what could it be? Invisible man? I don't know. Does it sound like a dying duck on that thing? You know, <laughs> well, there's a, what's that noise? That quack quack. You know? Yeah. I like the security guard there. <laughs> he's sitting there. Too. He's in the lab. He's not like in a security section there. He's in the... No, he's just hanging out. Is that, <laughs> he's just is that... hanging out in the lab watching security footage on Dr. Klein's computers or something. Showing it to these reporters. You know, whatever. You know. in, in fairness, these reporters are his are Dr. Klein's best friends, I'm sure, as far yes. as the security guard is concerned. Well, so. that makes a good that, that maybe that that could give it a pass, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. This is it, it's one of those episodes, too, where it's like something's weird here because we went from Toy Lair to Star Labs to another Star Labs, but later to Toy Lair, where I'm like the the, the sequence of how mm. this is all plotted is really odd. You know, yeah. like it feels kind of kind of lazy oh and then the scene after this is toy lair too it's very odd yeah anyway it this is where like dr klein starts being magic we're like <laughs> oh you yeah, yeah yeah you were like a wonderkind uh they said you were a legend like whatever happened to you like oh i went crazy and stole some kids like hmm okay you know <laughs> <laughs> i just appreciated he gave a dr demento shout out <laughs> What is Dr. Demento? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, oh no. You're doing that face. This is like, old person stuff. Know. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's it's surprising that um, just something goes out of the, you know, popular, the consciousness of society. I'm sorry. Um, so, well, I'm it's, it's Lois and Clark it's, alive it's, as best I can. It's man. topical like, because they've had the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Movie. Mm-hmm. Just came out starring Daniel Radcliffe of yeah. Harry Potter fame, and it's gotten a lot of pu- publicity. And you know, you know who Weird Al is. I to hope. Be, I was just gonna say, it. like, to be clear okay. and save some face with you, yes. I had a huge Weird Al phase as a kid. Like, I, I'm very aware of Weird Al. We're very aware of Weird Al. Doctor Demento gave Weird Al his start. Doctor really? Demento hosted a radio show every Sunday night and just played comedy songs, comedy records. So wow. I was I listened to it religiously. I love the show. And <laughs> that's kind of like where he started getting picked up and getting airtime and stuff. Yeah, that's how he got his, you know, how Weird Al. That's where Weird Al came from. He came through that show. They he would every Sunday night, he would Dr. Nemento would play songs from the 20s, 30s, 40s, current stuff, crazy stuff, just just funny, funny stuff. And um, Weird Crazy. Al, at some point, he made My Bologna, <laughs> of his course. first hit, which he recorded in a bus station bathroom or something like that. And <laughs> that got to Dr. Demento and that launched his career. And then he went beyond like, he's like, you know, Weird Al, but you don't know Dr. Demento. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, he he eclipsed him. Yes. Yes. You know what it was, too? When I was a kid, um, I was like that perfect age. I was like eight or nine or whatever mm-hmm. when episode one came out when star wars came out okay and he did um the spoof uh the saga continues i think is what it or saga begins he did american pie as (gasps) obi-wan living through episode one oh my gosh i don't know to this day it's like it is burned into my memory i i because like again i was eight years old i knew that song before i knew american pie oh my god (laughs) Now I have to search that out because by then I had. He was on his album "Running with Scissors," I believe it was the the number one. (laughs) Welcome to the Weird Al podcast. Yeah, really. (laughs) I have so enjoyed the resurgence he's gotten, by the way, because of that Daniel Radcliffe movie. Like, it's so cool to see him just like pop up and get to do. You know, he's doing so much original stuff now too, which is really really fun. Yeah, 
there was I was listening to one the other day. I mean, like it's all funny, but it's just like you know about like um, how how he lost his love, who was clearly abusing him and like you know threatening him and poisoning him slowly, and he just misses her so much. Oh, <laughs> like that type of thing. And I'm just like, you're still so fucking funny, you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, everyone I, listened to some yeah. Weird Al after this. I know. I, I, he came into an office I was working at one time, and I had to check oh. him in. And I had to fill, you know, he was coming in to, for physical therapy, and I had to, like, fill out his forms. It was like First name it, weird. First name. Middle it's name like Al. I had to get his name. I was like, I know his name. Why am I asking? But I have to ask <laughs> it. What's your name? And he just says Al. And I just like, I want to no write shit. weird. Yeah. I want to write weird. <laughs> but, yeah, so. And, by the way, I know his Yoda song. That's to the Kinks Lola. That's what. Oh, that, that's I don't know that. I'll check see, that one out. Uh, too. See, okay, this is, so we have to. Uh, okay, fucking testament to Weird Al Yankovic yes. that two of us have love for him from two different generations, different phases of yes. his career. And we have Doctor Demental Demental to thank for that. To so, thank, yes. Otherwise okay. known as the Toy Man, as far as we're concerned. Okay, anyway, back to the Toy Man. Sorry for the uh... back to the Toy Man. I love Chico the Truth Serum Monkey, who who. <laughs> Uh, dopes up Dr. Klein here. I love that as an excuse for Dr. Klein to be like funny and loose for the rest of this episode. Yes, yeah. That he's just like fucking out of it. You know, he's just doped, you know? <laughs> yes. And it's as a reason. Uh, yeah, that's why Dr. Demento comes up. Turns mm-hmm. out he told Dr. Klein everything he needs to know to get this redisintegrator <laughs> communicator working. Um, and he's he's programmed it into the jankiest Superman doll. <laughs> you have ever fucking seen and i would lay down my life to have it i want it so badly they've come up before in the show have they well they've had a stuffed one i think they had a stuffed one which okay let's get into it let's get into it it. season one we see like first like early couple episodes i forget which one exactly but like the kents have some superman merch some of it was like old, like literally like 40s and 50s Superman merch. Oh, and some okay. of it was just some like repainted stuff, like, you know, like a little bobblehead with a Superman t-shirt and that type of thing. Uh, green, green glow at home. Lois wins or Superman Clark wins for her, whatever. Yeah. A stuffed Lois or stuffed a Lois. Stuffed Superman. A stuffed Superman toy from the 70s. It was actually, it was oh, tied really? into the, the movie, tied into the Christopher Reeve movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then this, this is the stupid shit I'm here for. <laughs> in, I love it. Um, in throughout this season, we've seen like real quote unquote real Superman merch mm-hmm. and Superman merch from the animated series, which I love because it does imply that there's an animated series going on in this world, which I think is very cute. Okay. And then in this episode, this is the first time in a long time that we've seen kind of like custom Superman merch. Okay. And it's it's kind of meant to look like Dean. Like it is so roughly sculpted <laughs> i i've is it spent... dean now or dean <laughs> <Yeah>. amazing <laughs> it is it's rather thick in that like this um i i tell you because i'm like i'm sure they used a base doll of some mm-hmm. kind to make this and i've spent hours looking and gone on like toy sites and toy groups and been like anyone fucking recognize what this is and basically after hours of looking at this thing i'm like i think they sculpted it because it's really rough and it's got to be got to be thick got to be thick enough in order for it to have like the light 
unit that it has inside it okay. later on to like there's a light up version when it starts okay. doing like you see two versions of this episode i got mm-hmm. i went deep on this okay <laughs> i'm so sorry no no i'm i'm just thinking my cousin he's built props for movies and i might have to have him take a look at it the to, coolest like, job in the world i would yeah. love to get his take on it yeah um, i might have to have him say yeah yeah yeah, I'll have to have him look at it and say, what do you think this was made out of? Or, you know, he's really good at that. <laughs> spoilers from my next pod. Well, spoilers for this podcast. One of the gets I never got was prop makers for this show. There are some people that are oh. still around, but like no one was oh. very interested. The ones okay. that I got in touch with. And part of what I'm excited for, for the next podcast for Always Hold On to Legends of Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Tomorrow. <laughs> was, um, so like, I'll get to have like the prop. Awesome. Like, you know, talk to cool. them and that type of thing. So like, I'm really looking forward to that. That's all I want. And I would just love to know from this, like what happened here. But I, I think it was someone got like the order, like sculpt one of these things really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then they molded it and made like the light up version and what it is. Anyway, that was deeper than anyone needs to go. <laughs> oh. And there's... Yeah, like, I went to like one... what toys were around at that time. Like He Man was a He Man doll yeah. that they've uh, that they Dude, converted or something. I looked like at that all or... that for a yeah. second. I'm like, it's super muscly. Maybe it was like mm-hmm. WWE or something. Oh, that too. If oh, I okay. I would love to be proven wrong so that I could make one <laughs> and like get one and make it. But um, as far as I can tell, I've spent hours. Like there is no figure that I could find that would make sense for this. So okay, I got a hom- I have I a homework offer. assignment. I'll see Please. if I can find out anything. That said, later on in this episode, Lois has to like, um, Dr. Dr. Demento. Dr. Demento. (laughs) Toy Man grabs it from her and throws it off camera. Mm -hmm. In that one shot, it is a real, it's called Ideal was the company. It's an ideal Superman from the 70s or Mm. 80s that they use just so that they can throw it off camera and not damage okay. the one that they made, you know, like, yeah. and I'm like, one that needs, they no need one cares. Close-ups. <laughs> no one cares, but thank you for listening to all this. No, no, anyway, I find it interesting. We've got oh. toy man giving it to this girl, Brittany. Did you hear her name is Brittany? Her name is Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. <laughs> um, this girl, Brittany playing in the park with her, Nanny, her, her Mary nanny. Poppins. I basically, I thought it was Angela Lansbury from Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Uh, also, completely. Oh my god, it's that <laughs> costume. Yes. Do it, like, but you like. I swear to God, she's about to say spit spot. Like you know, <laughs> it's so on the nose. Like the you know the it's the nanny uniform along with yes. the like the orphan uniform they had earlier. <laughs> in the same way that all the cabbies in this town have the little cabbie hat and the checkered <laughs> vest, and they're smoking a cigar. You know exactly. <laughs> um but yeah so this little girl disintegrates i i was making fun of the name because it goes from this nanny going like britney 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 cut to the daily planet her father saying her name is britney i'm like no shit (laughs) (laughs) 90s dad concerned about his kid 90s super rich um ceo ceo dad dinacor i think it is i think it is yes yeah conglomerate who um, happens to uh, have the Star Labs as a subsidiary? Of, yes, subsidiary how about of that? Dinosaur, and I guess Tim and Amber Lake are on the board still, or were on the board at one time. <laughs> I certainly or, hope so. I always thought Star Labs was a government agency, but I guess they're. Ooh, I wonder I, what it is in the comics. I feel like it's. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, you know they're suddenly really want to look that up on the Flash show. It's independent. Okay. Because Harrison Wells makes it. I don't know what it is in the comics. That's yeah. 
Oh, I just assume until watching this now, it's like, oh, they're well, <laughs> maybe it is not a, a government research lab. No, because like the Why government would... does give them hell sometimes, but they okay. are entrusted to hold kryptonite. So yeah, they uh, have a kryptonite vault. <laughs> we'll we'll come to the conclusion of this by okay. the end of the episode. I promise. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I like I liked the justification here for why he's telling all this news to Lois and Clark, though, where he's mm-hmm. like, I read your article, Miss Lane. I was hoping you knew something that you didn't share or that the police didn't know or whatever. I'm oh, like, okay. fine. Yes. There's no other reason that this guy should be talking to them. So mm-hmm. why not kind of like do that? I, I was into that. Yeah. We said, well, 20 kids got one missing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe it's related. Maybe, maybe you understood maybe something. But yeah. this is where they decide, like, all right, your kid got stolen. You own Star Labs. The head of Star Labs got stolen. Make us a list of people that might be pissed at you or Star Labs for whatever yes. reason. Great. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, let's take a close look at Perry White's uh, dating ad here, shall okay. we? Sure. Let's do it. Turns out he got a response. The first one was like very no homo. Did you catch that? <laughs> oh, that's, I think I did. Yes. You like long walks on the beach. I do too. You like Elvis. I do too. You're a lonely man. I am t- Jimmy. You know? yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't fly nowadays, right? No. But uh, dear hound dog, I do love Elvis and a good book and long walks on the beach and pina coladas. A long walk. I think I'm adding long walks, walk. on, the beach. It, walks on the beach. Whatever. Walks at night, something walks in the moonlight. I think it might've been. They wanted yeah, to if- change it. Uh, clearance told him to change it just enough from the song. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, but I'm like, there's a million things that I feel like Perry White should have added to here, even though we haven't seen him hmm. in truly a year. I'm like, um, you make a great chili recipe. You, know, oh, that's you true. know, you love playing poker with the I guess you're trying to attract it. I don't know. You like bun- bungee jumping on your 50th birthday. I- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just reminded me like. God, how many fucking dating profiles have I written and rewritten over the years? Oh I don't goodness. know if you've dabbled, but it's just like, you got to get more specific, Perry. You got to, oh you know? <laughs> Well, Jimmy wrote it for him, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> was, that's a good point. You know, I Jim, guess he did. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy uh, and his uh, romantic uh, trials. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is the through, last throughout person this series. who should be doing this for you. Exactly. <laughs> but Okay. Um, but he got a response, so better meter here, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Toy Man comes into the toy cave here and is super pissed. And he's like, Lois and Clark, or these Lane and Kent are, are looking into me. What do you know about them? And I'm like, how the fuck does he know this? I don't know. Yeah. Come on. He has, spy, he has a, a spy monkey or something. That's <laughs> 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 spy toy monkey at the Daily Planet. Or he sent a nanny cam of... to all of the <laughs> Dynacorp people years ago. All right, I'll take that. One of those ducks falling, walking around. Yeah. Right. That's fine. Um, yeah. But... Dr. Klein here still under anesthesia or not anesthesia under truth, truth serum. Sir. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Is uh, like, oh, Lane and Ken, you should be worried about them. They're fucking great. You know, like, why mm-hmm. did I tell you that? And I'm like, I don't know that there's a problem with telling him this, but except for the <laughs> fact that now he's like, I guess I'll just kill him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Meanwhile, um, any last words for poor Wendy here? I do like that she took off the braid. I like <laughs> that. That was, that was kind of a night funny. Funny little touch. She reminds me about what season one, the uh the Spencer Spencer 
the nurse from <laughs> the Spencer, oh season Spencer. three Spencer, season three Spencer. season yes. three sorry Spencer Spencer and the Heidi you know, Heidi the nurse mm-hmm. I don't know it's it's another one of those <laughs> totally <laughs> though Heidi always gave me like um, Nazi ran away to Brazil vibes. <laughs> Whereas yeah, at least Wendy, here, Wendy seems earnest. Yeah. yeah. She's, Wendy's like calling it quits because she's just been comforting poor Brittany. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, she's comforting the kid is just like, you've gone too far. Like stealing kids from the orphanage, that's totally fine. But stealing <laughs> kids with happy homes, that's fucked up. And no, I like Dr. Honest. Klein being like, well, to be honest, it's all wrong. Shut <laughs> up. You know? Gold star, um, Dr. Klein. But poor Wendy getting tricked into this. Uh, yeah. You know, Toy Man gives her the doll and she's like, well, this is some sort of trick. I swear. No, I swear. It's not some sort of trick. It is so very obviously Wendy. Yeah. Sort of I'm like, don't fall for it, Wendy. You know, he's, you know, this is what he does. Right. He Although he did, just, he did the scouts on her on her. Right? But he literally <laughs> just, just closed the door to the orphanage the playpen area yeah. so that the kids but, wouldn't watch you die <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh i'm just asking why would you say you're leaving and you're gonna go straight to the police why would you tell them that right well come on first wendy. of all get out of there safely please wendy this is yes. stupid but she gets re-disintegrated and <laughs> he didn't program it to catch her and off she goes i'm sure this happened in a star trek but it did kind of feel cool to me of like Oh, I like that idea of like not like disintegrating her and not programming an out for her. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. She's know. she's gone to who knows where. Yeah. I'm sure her. someone's died like this on Star Trek. Don't get me. I'm not I'm sure it's Probably not super so. original, but I'm like, yeah, that's 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 a fun way to kill somebody. That is a fun, bloodless. <laughs> and, yeah, at least no trace. Somebody. Except yes, exactly. for her little braid that she took off little, just before. Oh. <laughs> That's all we have left of That's all we have. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Brownstone, Lois and Clark doing some research as Toy Man releases the most misshapen <laughs> wind-up oh, toy God. duck. Slowest uh, <laughs> you have uh, ever seen. Just, this is why yeah. you got fired, dude. You were <laughs> just, bad at this. He's like, ah, releasing it, my evil onto the world. Yeah. And it just, you know, trottles along. <laughs> it's the slowest pace ever. And it has a... <laughs> We'll get Go ahead. To, Sorry. I mean, it, if it has a timer and a bomb in it, you know, yeah. <laughs> which may be yeah. why it's so slow. Like both maybe times so. he releases this duck, the camera has to pan away from the duck so quickly because it's like this thing can't move. You know, like, <laughs> okay. there is no hustle to this little duck. You know, <laughs> but he releases it. Th- poor Jonathan. Poor unwitting Jonathan coming back with the Chinese takeout or whatever uh, Chinese got. takeout again, isn't it? He's, I think this so. This is the second time he's brought home Chinese takeout. I, think. I couldn't really tell. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, maybe there's not much Chinese takeout in Smallville. Exactly. You know? Which can we talk about their whole anniversary plan here for a second? Let's, let's ignore okay. the ticking bomb in the scene for just a minute. <laughs> the ticking duck. Yeah. They clearly want to be left alone. Yes. Right? Yes. So why did they come to Matrava? Yeah. That's a good question. Maybe they had the tickets. I don't know. The Maybe Flyer Miles. I don't know. Stay in Smallville. Go yeah, literally it's, anywhere else. You know, they're not going to stay with their son and his wife. Yeah, you know they want to. Yeah. Maybe they use their the tickets to Italy from the. Uh, sure. From season season two. three. Season two was it or season two? End of season two. You're right. Something like that. So um, they, all they can afford is small um to come up to Metropolis. <laughs> that or. And I'll deny this to the day I die, but as someone who lives on the separate coast from his family, 
if you're to go to that other coast and don't want your family to know, it's very easy not to tell them. <laughs> I suppose. I've heard. You know, like, I, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I suppose. I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love having them here, but it just yeah. as, as a character, I'm like, guys, just, just don't tell your kid and you're fine. The um, things they do for to inject some humor into se- to this episode. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, true. That's just... <laughs> I do love Jonathan here picking up the cute little toy, letting it in and cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it'd be great for a grandkid, you know. Be great for a grandkid. They're yes. just fucking. Especially a super grandkid because it's a mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the implication there. and I, I, They don't super play it, but I'm like, oh, good. Martha told him everything so far. You know, like that is such a them thing where it's just like. Of course, honey, take your time getting kids. Jonathan, they're thinking about kids. You know, like <laughs> that feels like them. That's very yes, cute to me. You know? Yes, absolutely. But of course, Clark x-rays it. He he what is he? He recognizes the duck sound from the yes. duck. Wait a minute. Video. I've heard that dumb quack before. And super speeds it away and it blows up on the patio, which you know. You'd fun. think by now when some kind of random item wanders into their house he would immediately like scan it <laughs> to make sure it was some, some he, he kind of nefarious X-raying mail device. at this point. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> nothing, nothing should be safe in this house. Um, yeah. But did you notice this for like, so that's the, that's the end of the act, you know, like mm-hmm. bomb off Lois and the Kent's credits cut to, did you notice the switcheroo here? What? When he comes back in or is it? Yeah. Like, the yeah. Superman switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice when um, I come walking through this the door on the in the uh Superman outfit and then immediately it's he's closing the door and his uh Clark yep. can't close and you know putting his glasses back on. It's and you hear that like Tasmanian devil sound <laughs> effect real quick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's super simple, mm-hmm. but it's so effective too. Like yeah. I just like those little theater tricks for lack of a better word. They did it a couple of times this season. I like yeah. It. You know, yeah. Why not? We don't need. And to it's see you know, it's the whole thing. thing where you like it's the his domestic life versus his superhero life. You know, it's yeah. just kind of in a, a yeah, absolutely right. Small it's little nice. moments that they do it in. It's totally yeah. nice and believable that he wouldn't play the scene out in the suit. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and again, it's just like that that switcheroo stuff. They they were good at that in this show sometimes, mm-hmm. and I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, oh, so <laughs> I was watching this episode with uh, with my fiance cat last night and uh it's in this scene where they're talking like well wh- why do you think there was a bomb and a duck and lois being like well it seems to all be tied to toys where cat goes and lois is so much smarter than you a hundred percent true and so they yes. start you know calling their list for toy people who cares blah, blah, blah. meanwhile yeah. the kents are like Try to take their out. Well, you know, you guys seem busy. If you want us to stay at a hotel and just like, mom and dad, stay. Just tell them straight out. Come on. That's what I'm saying. Martha and Jonathan just like, you know, it's our anniversary. We don't want to stay with you. And we want time to ourselves. We came right. here. So great to see you. Yeah. you. Thank you for dinner. Yeah. Goodbye for the rest of the week. Exactly. Right. There's a reason they flew out the, here by themselves instead of relying on. Somebody. Yeah. They didn't call you. Know? you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, again, Lois was trying to tell him. <laughs> Everyone, uh, Everyone it's, was. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Whatever. Um, but they've they've looked at the list, apparently, and found the one toy guy on the list. So probably him, huh? You think? 
and and they go off to Toy Man's store here, where he's about, or he tries to shoot Lois with like yeah. a plunger arrow thing. Was it's... there something we should have made from that? Yeah. Now, was he trying to kill her in the middle of the store, or was it not a lethal weapon? I'm, you know, I yeah, I don't was, know. Or injure her, both... impale her. What is what is it? <laughs> he doesn't know, obviously, that Clark I mean, is Superman. So like, yeah, great catch from. Clark, awesome, I mean, awesome catch from awesome. Clark, but like yes. you're right, it's like it's two options, right? It's just like a he's trying to kill her, and it was like a poison dart thing, and we'll okay. never know. We did have a poison dart earlier, didn't we? Right, yes. and yes. I'm fine okay. with him coming up with some sort of toxin that he puts on the plunger of a toy dart, you know, like whatever. Okay, that's uh, you know, I like that. I like that uh, concept for killing a killing I like, somebody. Yeah, and uh, yeah. The yeah, most innocent it's not thing. yeah it's not you know not gonna be a bloody gory thing and no it's it's very <laughs> on a show like this it's very locked door mystery isn't it where it's yes. just like the non-lethal oh. weapon was the weapon yes um so it's that or it's just like this guy truly has such an anger issue that he couldn't even contain himself when he saw yeah. Lois lane he was well he he screams at a drop of a drop of needle i don't know he's yeah, just, yeah he's just he's got a problem Who's to, who's to say? But this is where I get very mad. Oh, another okay. great lame prop here. The okay. hover morph car. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, even the paint job on that looks it's tacky. Terrible. It's just, it's, it's like, they didn't even use like some tape to tape it off and make it look neat and clean the lines up or anything. It's just nope. like, yeah, it's, let's uh, throw some red and green paint on this thing. I was and... going to say, it's like ombre maroon <laughs> and like lime green. <laughs> And it's just like I had this toy as a kid. It's just oh, a remote you? control little hover craft that mm-hmm. you could like play with in the pool and on land and that mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. with a propeller added to the top. Like okay. from, from I like, was wondering if the propeller a little kid was propeller, you know, hat or something. Mm-hmm. It's so disappointing. We need to make it fly later. So let's yeah, get a little exactly. propeller on. So I knew. Exactly why we have yeah. a propeller. But he's like, this is the Hover Morph car. Like, I created it two years ago. It was all the rage of Christmas two years ago. And I'm like, you could have said any other number. But two years ago, canonically, we know what the toy was that was all the rage. And it wasn't this fucking thing. You know? like <laughs> That's absolutely right. Oh, my god! How gosh. dare you besmirch the name of the Atomic Space, space rat, rat that yes. swept Metropolis, you know? Everybody, adults, kids, old ladies, yeah, <laughs> priest, Perry it was, White. forgive the term, yes. a pandemic that year, you know, like that was, it was. that was the it worst was. thing to hit the city at Christmas to date. Oh my goodness. How dare you say that this was two years ago? Oh my goodness. My yeah, note the... is like, why does the show hate us? You know, like how, <laughs> how dare they? They didn't have that continuity, but they did have the newscaster that's been on the show several times over Who the years. Who is so. this guy? Was he local I, or something? No. Um, and they've used local newscasters on um before, but I don't recognize this guy. I think he's just an actor. Um that because you're absolutely he got yes. more work this year than fucking Kay Callen. Oh my gosh. He's I, I, up some more episodes this year. He may be like wow. you're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm a terrible home. podcaster. We're at the end of season four. I do not know this man's name, but he is always the LNN newscaster. Yes, he is throughout the series. I forget what he was reporting on here. Maybe oh, not probably in season kids. one, but like after that, he's he's pops up several yeah. times. At least at least since season three. Yes, yes, it's been this guy. And and thank you. Hey, mm-hmm. salud to you. 
Ellen and newscaster, but yeah. 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 An empty glass to you. (laughs) That's all I have right now. (laughs) Right after this though, Mm -hmm. I thought was, again, we're just just like, I feel like we're digging for gold and like sifting and just getting little nuggets, you know? But um, it's the little street scene with Lois and Clark going to the car and being like, all right, well, he doesn't seem the type, which yes, he does. Um, But why don't we split up this list of like, kids yet to be stolen basically oh goodness and yes. uh you know like the first one back to the planet wins it's like you're on all oh, right no right. fair flight and she, has and to, she swallows yeah. it and yes. I'm like that's really cute as he yes. like, I, I don't know yeah so those are yeah those are the moments which i hope to enjoy going further is them you know and this is got uh going on what I wished for season five is like, you guys have to focus on them protecting the secret. Yes. You know, 100%. and that's where, if you're wondering what to do with Lothar and Clark, <laughs> there's a big thing right there, you know, and these little things, these little moments like that. So yeah. 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 And just the day to day of like, it, it doesn't, I don't know if it doesn't rule their lives, but like if they don't obsess over it or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. it's still this, just kind of thing that's become a part of their routine and part right. of how they live. And like, mm-hmm. those are the moments that I think the show does better than any other show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, any other right. Superman property, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what, it's what endears the show. Yeah. Um, with all its um, dated <laughs> and its weak, <laughs> its weak elements and, you know, which in, in uh, as time has progressed are even, uh, more glaring now but it's uh yeah it's what keeps you going oh this is the show what made the show special what made it heartwarming what made it uh, just so full apart so yeah what do you feel is the thing that you respond to most about the show is it that is it like kind of the the relationship of them is it absolutely i I think yeah it was i wanted to see a relationship develop between a romantic relationship developed between two people and not just like most shows was the will they won't they and then the, they get to the last episode and they marry him off but they right. don't show and the show i mean it had its issues with doing that <laughs> as well but it, at for the time period up to that point it was it was the show that gave me the most of that and yeah. that it's a show, it's one of those rare shows, like I said, it has a lot of heart. Um, most shows don't. It's kind of those rare gems that you find from time to time. It's like something about the show, just just very heartwarming, a lot of heart that I I find really appealing, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think like that's mm-hmm. why I'm so thankful this is the one that that kind of caught me as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like it's exactly what you said. We get to see all aspects of their relationship and, and be, you know, for better or worse, I I've been on record that I don't think Deborah Joy Levine's season, you know, season one is my favorite season of the show. Okay. But God damn it. We owe her so much for that fucking title. You know, like because of that title, Lois always had to share a center stage. Yes. And that that yes. brought us those moments that we're talking about. So like I think I, that that is just like so crucial to to this. It's Yeah, I it's interesting. and I I wonder with this show and maybe in the comic books at the time because Lois now her position in Superman's life is just like, you know, 
it's so crucial it's solidified Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know if it this show began with it or uh, coincided with how the comic book take at the time what was it the john byrne uh, yeah the john burns john burns definitely yeah yeah not not every issue but definitely Mm -hmm. made her more of a like or, or, she no. makes she makes Superman who you know he's yeah. not Superman without her involvement. That that's, that. that's that. where they went to with it because yes. like you know it was in it was somewhat recent before Lois and Clark that he revealed okay. the secret and proposed to her. Okay. So like that that they were kind of escalating that. I don't want to take away from early Lois though too because like mm-hmm. this is the first lady of comics like she yeah. is introduced in Action One just like he is you know like mm-hmm. he, she goes back to the beginning so like well, it wasn't early lois and this is one of the things maybe the show uh, it's kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> early lois was always trying to prove he was superman even up to margo kidder's lois yes Lane yes was that, trying that's to prove. totally was like, i know you're it. superman and he would always like do something to kind of like foil her plans to right. figure him out and this Lois doesn't even try, <laughs> you know, she's so kind of, you know, blind, blinded by Superman that, you know, it's the love triangle where she's blinded by love or whatever and stuff. So it's, yeah, that's, that's totally it's a little true. harder to buy, you know, we know how bright and smart and sharp she is, but, you know, this aspect of it, they, they play up for the romance kind of. Uh, yeah. You know. And I think it's the I think it you have to lose that in order to do the romance thing. Yeah. Yeah. A to do well, like yeah. you know, quote unquote the love triangle built for two, right? Right. And B just like I don't know, if if they're having a romance and she's trying to do this constantly and he's actively like thwarting her and lying to her constantly, then it's mm-hmm. like that's not gonna work out. You're I right. Don't, I don't yeah. like any of this. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. If you're gonna do the slow roll, I think they made the I think they made yeah, the right choice you know, there. and people say, oh well, and she, she looks so dumb for not realizing he's. But you know that was part of the trope of the whole. It's all dumb. The property, <laughs> you know, it's like that's that's tradition, like the glasses exactly. thing. I know. And the show had the good sense to make fun of it. That's what I loved about it. So yeah. amen. Take yeah. take the character seriously. Do not take the world too seriously. And exactly. a huge part of their world is that glasses fucking work. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Off my anyway. soapbox. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, that was 80 more times more interesting than the plus. Yeah, this episode's really hard, you guys. Anyway, more more plotty stuff. But uh the next thing I love is Lois making this preppy little kid cry on the front lawn of his rich ass family's house. <laughs> like this feels like Lois Lane to me. Yes. Just like kind of no this bedside no, manner, no right. motherly instinct. Nothing. I mean, she has no skill with kids. Yes. Which has Would been you... very well established throughout the series. 100%. She's trying to bribe this rich little kid with like, what if I give you a dollar? Okay, 50. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like all I got, kid. Yeah. (laughs) The the maid has to come and like take him away and whatnot and be like, oh God. Oh Joey, look, someone left you this janky ass Superman. He's he's in his very preppy little uniform too with the the sweater around his shoulders. I think he has little penny loafers or something like that. Oh, I didn't even catch that. But he's got literally like the the sweater knotted around, you know, over the polo. This fucking little sosh of a kid is is, But yeah, the but maid has to come and whisk him away. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, good news, though, Joey. Someone left you this janky-ass Superman doll. And Lois <laughs> is like, oh, oh, fuck, a toy. 
Yeah. And, er, Let me rip it off from the, yeah. Yeah. Rip it out of the kid's hands, but almost, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Rip it away this from the This is why kids maid. don't like you, Lewis. You <laughs> <laughs> steal their toys. It had some, like, illusions of grandeur vibes to me. Like, mm. the kid on this front lawn and yeah. Lois getting yeah. pulled into the plot of it. I don't know. I was thinking about yeah. that a little bit. Oh, um, but she gets beamed away and Toy Man suddenly has, by the way, another prop mistake, Tez's gun. Tez oh, from, I didn't even notice that. Really? He changed the barrel a little bit, but I'm like, this is 100% Tez's gun just redressed wow. a little bit. So, yes. again... We're not doing too much. Our, yeah, we are. With, uh, we are props reusing here. props because we're at the end of the season. And yes, exactly. <laughs> we have no money for this episode. It's filler anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, Toy Man wants to kill her. Doctor Klein's trying to like talk him into keeping her, uh, and being like, "Oh, she's great with kids." And she starts doing the like, "Yeah, I was a babysitter." And uh, my favorite movies are are Music Man and and and, and of course, or Music Man, excuse me. My favorite movies are uh, Sound of Music, music and, and, yeah. and of course, Toy Story. Yeah, Toy Story would have been up by then, I guess. This... Which is why they got the name of this. <laughs> I know, but like. The <laughs> name of the episode. Just her referencing it. I'm like, yeah. the show feels 10 years too old to be referenced. Oh, my Toy God. Story. Toy I don't Story. know. Like, <laughs> it just feels like two incongruous things. But what, 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 if you had to guess or just venture even like an area, like what do you think Lois Lane's favorite movie is? Because it's definitely not Sound of Music. <laughs> oh, Lois Lane's Which, favorite movie. To be clear, as you think, I have to defend. I am a huge Sound of Music fan. Oh, we just went to the too. Sound of Music sing along at the Hollywood Bowl. But like, oh, I watch it greatest... every Christmas. Yeah, I'm, uh, absolutely. I'm mad. Yes. Truly yeah. one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> not up Lois Lane's alley. She's using it as a joke here. But <laughs> she, she's using it because she's trying to think of something kids might like, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. I keep thinking, well, that was a soap opera she was watching in the first episode, <laughs> whatever that was. That's what I keep going to, though, where yeah. it's got to be like some. What would love Like Casablanca like this... or something like, you know, like I say with love as well, but like some like old, just like classically I, romantic. I like the Casablanca. Um, An affair oh, maybe, to remember. Maybe um, Philadelphia Story, I think. A Philadelphia like Story is yeah. excellent. Yes. She based her whole personality exactly that's story. a lois right there you know it's a yes. love story but it's you know sharp witty the dialogue you know strong uh, female yeah best yes. we um my my fiance's favorite movie we had to watch it for her um podcast shout out to ram Kamathon. listen along oh, okay. everybody yes. we we listened to we, we watched it for that show in like february and i'm like would watch every year such a good damn movie you know? <laughs> yes yeah, that's a, the that's classics a are classic call. for a reason you know? yep let's yeah. go with that yeah um meanwhile uh lois lane thrown to the wolves having to entertain the kids here i think this is the last one but this is the last time where i'm like i know what that toy is she's got okay. a little like um frog toy with her yeah does gullah gullah um, island mean anything to you um the actual island or was there a no, kid the series show. named after yeah. it <laughs> yeah i think of the island i don't know the kid series <laughs> there was a kid series called gullah gullah island which is a, a lovely little like musical show thing and they had a big character like costumed person as a giant polywog on that show called okay. binya binya and lois is playing with a Binya Binya toy here that's just got a couple extra pieces of felt on it. Again, okay. to get through <laughs> the clearances. 
but I'm like, you can dress him up however you want. That's fucking Binya Binya right there. <laughs> I know what that is. Oh my gosh. I, what when are you drinking? I wish I had had a drink for this episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do I not have alcohol right now? It's telling that the podcast started. I'm like, oh, tea for a podcast. And then when we got to the end of season four, it's just like, it's no, like, no, no, oh, it's a wine show oh now. My gosh. Is... <laughs> Damn it. Um, I will do a post when this goes up, though, of all the terrible props and toys throughout this episode awesome. it's worth noting but yes anyone yes. that's like roughly my age will will recognize binya binya well we are coming bar- to the part the episode that i like the most is um, it the story it, yes take yes. it away oh i you know lois tits she's trying to settle these kids and she decides to tell the story of the origins of superman of him and it's just so, this is where we talked about Terry. She was checked out of the episode, but this is one of those scenes where she just yep. sells it. And it's just really lovely to think she's talking about her husband. She's talking about what a great hero he is to these kids, to keep these kids. She's relating to the kids in a way, and mm-hmm. in a way that's not um, pandering or just, you know, no. in a, a kind of a serious way. In a, she's kind of learning how she can relate to kids at the same time. Um, so yeah, I just love the the whole scene. It's saves almost saves this episode for me. I couldn't agree more. Yes, it is yes. it is so beautifully done, and yes. just that like it's fun to see her um, interact with the legend of him yes. in this type of way, even when he's not around, and just like. Again, it's it's why I say that she's just as fucking important to super, the Superman thing mm-hmm. as he is, where it's just like she understands the power of what it is yes, and knows that like I can leverage this. It's just it's because these kids are scared. It's just to kind of like calm the kids down for a mm-hmm. little bit before mm-hmm. she can go do what she's got to do. But it is it is the loveliest little thing in it the is. world. It is. And she's great. And it's fun to consider that she was probably pregnant at the time she's doing this, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. she really gives her all to this scene so again eternal claps for terry hatcher yeah props to terry on that scene um also again love this next scene where like she literally kicks open the door (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's a very lowest thing to do as well (laughs) 100 (laughs) percent. and she's got this whole plan a plan that doesn't make sense unfortunately She's wow. kind of, you know, there's it the is whole show. <laughs> yeah, I know. But there, there's a plot hole here where the note that she's going to write for Clark and transport it's... into the toy store or whatever is um, it has to do with the burger sign. Help it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Help at the burger place. No, exactly. Yes. She didn't come How into the he... burger place. No, he did not. <laughs> she has How would no he know idea. the burger? I don't know. Maybe the, the kids entrance. told her. But you like, know, that's maybe that's he goes us. to the burger place and say, Has somebody been ordering a lot of burgers lately? And they give right. the address. I don't know. Yeah, it's all righty, <laughs> whatever. But she and Dr. Klein, I, I, I team up, <laughs> yeah, team up. He's trying to like footsie turn on the, the, the fan, the industrial <laughs> fan <laughs> in the corner. And <laughs> I like that the he's like, I, can't reach it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like that he's like, I can't reach it. She's like, Look, there was once this little boy. Yes, Lois, I heard the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. They feel Great like scene, people that yeah. have done this for years to get, yes. you know, like I like this. Mm-hmm. I like them having to get themselves out of here. But guess what? It works. She sends the Superman toy and the hover morpho, whatever car, <laughs> and, and the, the note. note to Clark just in time for the duck to explode the toy store that he's in. But it's all good because 
Thankful there was no one else in that toy store at the Thank time. Thank God, huh? Yeah, it did seem like it was in the middle of the day. <laughs> and frankly, Toy Man doesn't seem like the type to empty empty the store just because he's going to blow it up. So, like, I'm going to yeah. chalk that one up to Lucky, you know? Oh, goodness, yeah. I do think the fireball looked fucking rad here. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was just thinking, like, do they they actually blow up, like, on that, the Oh, lot? that's 100%. They, they just do these fireballs and knock out the whatever. Yeah, but so, it's yeah. like all they have to do though, it's it's breakaway glass and mm-hmm. a lot of gasoline making that fireball. Yeah. It probably wasn't even all that loud. Yeah, because they it, don't need the sound, they can add that no. later. Yeah. So. And then it's out really quickly. Then they're just pumping out smoke as he walks out. Okay. And like, you know, like that type of fireball, you know, those sets are kind of made for that. Like it's not mm-hmm. gonna ignite. It's not okay. Quick. So okay. it look it's one of those things that like isn't catastrophic, but looks horrendous yeah. it looks really really cool you know yeah. <laughs> um but i love the shot of superman like coming out as the little head of the duck is burning it was on the ground right? yeah it's so it cute walking out <laughs> love that shot and then like cut to the toy lair and he like literally just like knocks down the door and it's just like all right fucking enough i'm yeah. all done i'm here i'm here and i'm taking the kids yeah, yeah. and there's this little bit of a standoff here but like it's so yeah it's barely worth talking about it's so easily yeah done where like yeah. toy man wants to disintegrate lois and the kids away but gets superman like, super faster. Speeds, yeah exactly grabs the little device puts it on the regurgitator I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it uh it disappears itself yeah exactly out of existence was, like nobody did anything right it's literally just like no it just yeah, yeah he puts the little transponder thing that you know yeah just yeah I guess as we're talking about it, I'm like, I guess it's kind of nice. It's the Batman thing too, of like mm-hmm. Superman's giving him a second to do the right thing. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He chooses not to, so he ends it. Like, I guess that's a fun way to a better way to I look at so. it. But yeah. All right, yeah. let's go with that. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very Superman thing to do. Very. Right. Yes. As is like, you know, the day is saved and all these kids come in and swarm and I'm like, this is cute. Yeah, Were you really yeah. scared once, Superman? Like, cute. He comforts the kids. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really it's really nice. And the day is mm-hmm. saved so much so that we mm-hmm. get to stop the plot completely and give what must be Lane Smith his longest scene of the season. Oh, yeah. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I we, guess he has a lot to do in Chris at Christmas, but that's about it, I think. I guess so. Yeah, it's been oh, his son. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's had a few arcs this season, but just most of the time he's not even around. No, it's, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what was like? What was your take on this first watching it? This like Alice. So we have Alice, the return of Alice. Actually, not even the return of Alice. Yeah, the I said actual, reintroduction. <laughs> the I was disappointed they actually brought in an Alice. I always wanted Alice to be remain. You wanted you her know, to stay the faceless stay, character. Faceless yeah. character that you know was only referenced and stuff. So at the time. I was disappointed, but now watching this, I was like, oh, I kind of enjoy the scene. And this actress was what Mary Fran. Mary Fran. Who was also on a the 90s Newhart uh sitcom that was pretty big at the time. And is that the second Bob Newhart's wife? <laughs> yeah, that's the second one, right? That ends with him waking up in bed right. with Suzanne Plachette. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So classic ending there. <laughs> yeah. So she sitcom. was 
So, so she, she was played the, the wife on that TV series. Wife. Yeah, she okay. was the second TV wife. And okay. but I didn't recognize her because you know she had longer hair on that series. So I never could figure out <laughs> like I'm like Mary Fran, who is this? And I was like, oh, that's who that is. And you know, I'm not sure if I'm a fond of the haircut here. <laughs> and and plus they had you know, and other references to Alice in previous episodes, she's had red hair, but I, you know, she can dye her oh hair. God, that's true. Yeah. yeah she always good. looked a lot older too. Where like, yeah. by the way, like Mary Fran came out and like, that's a hot older lady. Hey, Barry. Great. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. I see why you've been depressed these past two years. No, she looked great. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the scene more watching it just for this, um, to do the podcast than I have definitely initially actually they should have just left her like Norm and Vera from Cheers you know they never showed Vera. yes I, I, <laughs> Vera from Cheers Maris from Frasier you know like there's right. a long, ugly naked guy from Friends there's oh. a there's a handsome history of unseen sitcom characters yeah but then the show isn't a sitcom no you know, it, it yeah. technically it, it tries to be at times but it's yes. not so yeah. it's and I kind of appreciate it to give Perry a kind of happy ending and send off and give him a, a nice scene, you know. That's kind of like my main, I, I, I'm yeah. so like hot and cold on the scene where I'm like, mm-hmm. A, what the fuck? Like, why did, mm-hmm. why did we do this after year? Like, you really couldn't think of anything else to do with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if, if it's because Lane is sick. Sick, yeah. And yeah. they're giving him and out or at least a reason to not be here all the time Mm -hmm. okay and the two of them are are inarguably lovely in the scene yes yes you know like he he, it really does feel like they have a history which is yes impressive Mm -hmm. i agree and i i you know i didn't pick up on that because i was just so frustrated why did they show her (laughs) but yeah just watching it it's like yeah that's kind of a lovely vibe and and looking at it now, because we know he passes away not too many years from the end yeah, of the what series. Yeah, he pass? I I'd have to look it up. But um, so it's it's kind of a nice, it's nice in hindsight. It's a lovely scene in hindsight. More kind so. of. I, yeah. I believe he's yeah. in the final episode, but as a as yeah. a spiritual send off to, to the greatest Perry White that's ever been. Yes, I agree. It's it's kind of like spoilers, kind of how I feel about the end of the series where it's just like, is it a cliffhanger? Yes. Is it a good image for them to go out on? Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, like, okay. well, it looks like he passed away in 2005. So what is that about uh, eight years after this? Seven years. Excuse me. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, meth. Yeah. In hindsight and kind of knowing that i mean at the time we didn't know it was the end of the series it kind of works for the end of the series yeah, it does wrap up his story it's and again story i don't line. i don't think it's the end yeah. for him i really i literally have not seen the finale for at least 10 years oh really so, yeah so <laughs> this will be an experience for everybody yeah um but yeah so i assume he's in that but even if not like as yeah as i can't a, remember you know, emotional goodbye to him. I think yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll give a final salute to him, I'm sure, as the mm-hmm. series goes on. Meanwhile, we've got a quick little wrap-up scene at the Brownstone. Mm-hmm. The Kents have finally gotten their way. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go somewhere else. Yes. Um, And like Lois basically implies, like, they want to be alone. And Kay plays it off 
so cutely where like she just like laughs and it's kind of the it's not even a line but the vibe is kind of like yep you know like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they want to do like you two do at the end yeah, of each episode it's, time to it's leave you time, two. yeah you know? <laughs> uh, 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 speaking of i'll yes. tell you about it upstairs why upstairs you know why you know why they pull the tie yep and on up, up. And up they go bones. yep up up and away <laughs> And all is right in Metropolis once again. That was difficult, but thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, that, that's a tough episode. It's uh, like I, I mentioned, it's not that it's good. It's not that it's completely bad. It's just very filler. Um, there's just not a lot. Even some of the moments and lines that can save an episode like this yeah just aren't as strong as usual either yeah, so there it's aren't, let you know where <laughs> there aren't enough of them and they're not as great but again there are some some nice yeah little... but there are some nice moments and this is the series in general it's like a, for all the trash that you could get in an episode uh there's just like some really wonderful moments too yep and that's what you watch for yeah it's that thing of like yeah sometimes you don't want to be there sometimes it's really long but when it works there is nothing i'd rather be watching exactly you know yes yes so with that in mind Mm -hmm. Lori, can i ask you some questions oh sure what was your favorite use of superman in this episode oh favorite use of superman there's not I would say, you know, flying out to with the duck bomb out of the brownstone and coming mm-hmm. back in. That okay. Kind of just the cool, like I said, it's a cool scene. It's nice movie. to see him react that quickly. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think he could react it a little quick, <laughs> faster than that, but, you know, we'll give it to him. Yeah, I'll take that. And the, for me, just the visual of like, big solid steel door, Superman just knocked it down and here yeah. it comes and it's yeah. over, Cripsley or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm always very supermanly entrance into the villain's lair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was this a good episode for Lois Lane? I will say just for the her telling the Superman story. Oh, and she was, yeah. And she was up on everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it was she figures out the Lois. toy thing ahead yes. of time. She actually gets something to do in this episode. Yes, it's a glorified getting kidnapped, but. Mm-hmm. She makes it her own, like you said, and right. that story is is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, good episode for Clark. Not, uh, I can't say it is. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Yeah, he's just kind of behind the eight ball. He's not really, you know, on top of too much in this. In his yeah. personal life and his professional life. Exactly. Like he just kind of can't take a hint. Kind of a little clueless yeah. <laughs> the whole time. You know? Which I haven't liked the elevation of Clark Kent, like to the detriment of Lois, but he's mm-hmm. not an idiot, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It's like, come on, people. Yeah. You can <laughs> let them both be smart. Exactly. Um, was it a good episode for Superman? I'm going to throw out there there's no big super feat, but he saved upwards of 20 kids. He did. So he did. Yes. Thumbs good up. for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he got rid of that ugly duck. I don't know. Yeah. That, he survived an explosion up. in the toy store. He somehow figured awesome. out what the fuck Lois's yeah. note meant. You know, like that's oh, impressive. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a it's a hard it's hard episode to find any good 
I know. Um, points for many of the characters. But <laughs> was it a good episode for Jimmy? Yeah, he's barely in it. <laughs> it but it's episodes episode. like this where I need someone that has that knows the good, the bad, and the ugly of the yes, show yeah. and loves it anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. God, this is so weird, but thank you so much, Lori. You are welcome. For not only joining me in this episode, but for being a, a, a staunch supporter and listener for the show back in the day. One of the first fans to reach in, like you've you've wet your beak in every season of the show. You are, as far as I'm concerned, a series regular. And, <laughs> thank you. And and a, a friend because of that. And 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 such a champion of the series too and like always doing the the watch alongs and it's been with it since the beginning and i just like i'm so grateful that you have enjoyed my ramblings and my <laughs> not knowing actors or cultural references that i should at times and pointed oh, them out no to me over the years and and been such a a supporter of the podcast so Thank you. Um, I want to thank you for doing this podcast and doing such an excellent job with it. I, you know, I've been so impressed, you know, how it's evolved over the time period. <laughs> I'm so glad you got as many of the guests from the show you were able to get onto it. I mean, you, you totally deserve it. And your love for the show is just, I really appreciate, you know, it's that it's hard to, you know, it's a show I loved many years ago and it can be, it's hard to like, convince people of its value <laughs> and you know it's like am i crazy for liking this show i don't know or loving the show as much as i do so to meet someone like you who you know you still have a love for it at a, another generation you know we didn't see it at the same time and still a love for it i, I just really appreciate that and well, we understand what the qualities are that uh draw yes. us to the show and yes to come on here and to discuss them and kind of to like even define them for myself it's it's nice so well it's been fun it's been a lot of you. fun that's yeah. uh, that's truly been the impetus of the whole thing mm -hmm. all along it's just like why is this show so fascinating to me why do i love it uncontrollably mm -hmm. even though it's so fucking weird sometimes yes <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's yeah it, it has its issues but yes yeah but it, well this the, is it has a level of heart that many shows never reach you know yep it's one of those rare shows that does. That's the impressive part too. Like every mm -hmm. show tries to get you to care about its love leads, you know, or its mm -hmm. love leads, its main romantic leads. Mm -hmm. And this show, yes, it's in the title, but it's like they're undeniably you care, you know. Right, so. right. Yeah, exactly. It's, anyway, it's one of those where they found two people and it just worked, you know. Yep. And it's there you're lucky when you do that <laughs> when you get that so not only have you been a fan of the show but you have also been someone that has championed me getting people on including Kay Callen and Tim Minear really the biggest show or get the show has ever had was Kay Callen, Kay Callen. And, and she was fantastic and, and, and it was so great to hear her what she, your interview with her afterward well, too and She's just Thank she's you, just but, an awesome person. But especially for you for making the connection for me to Donna Burton, who, who then had the direct line to to my ear, like that would not have happened without you. Let's be very clear. Oh, so 
thank you so much for adding some actual legitimacy to the stupid show. (laughs) (laughs) I was glad I could help in any kind of way. You know, if I could have done more, I would have. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) As someone who's been trying desperately and failing to get people on the show this season, what you did to to add some legitimacy throughout the, you know, especially season three there was was, uh, a huge favor um, that you did out of the goodness of your heart and just offered it. So thank you very much for that too. Uh, you are welcome. And all the, we're all the better for it because it was great to hear what they had to say about the show that I had never heard before. Yeah, cool. This is not goodbye by a long shot. Um, but again, thank you for joining us in Metropolis as much as you have. Please keep the flame alive as I will keep the feet alive. And you and I will probably be talking about Lois and Clark on mic for some stupid reason some, in the future. Maybe there yep. might be a reason to revisit. You in, know. The, in a multiverse yeah. of possibilities, who's go. to say. But for now, Lori, thank you so much for Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. I am Laurie Ann Collins. Would you mind signing this off? Folk off, everybody. Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis. (laughs) Oh my god, these all feel so weird. (laughs) 